Greetings. This is ML from the ML Podcast. Let's continue with the malicious mind of Jericho. She threw the bags, empty bags, and told Jericho to pack up. He didn't understand what was going on. But his mother responded, Please, do it before he comes back. He didn't understand. But he did it anyways. He packed up Charlie's food, his clothes, and some things he might need for school. He was told his things were going to be sent to him. He overheard the phone call his mother had. She was talking about somebody. Somebody named Hiro Saito. He remembers now. He remembers. When he was four years old, up to maybe 10. He always had a strange man come to parties, his parties, his events, bringing him expensive gifts, a new sketchbook, a laptop, expensive color pencils, art supplies, video games, Cell phones, TV, blankets, beds. He would always buy anything for Jericho. But he didn't know what the hell this stranger was. If anything, the stranger was there just to be there. He didn't know who he was. He didn't know he, he was a friend of his mother's. Or whether he was an uncle or a grandparent of his. Mr. Taito was just there. He was either there with a guy, or there was another guy, or just there was the same guy at the last remaining years. It was weird. It wasn't until he was 10 that he got into an altercation with his father. Mr. Saito was yelling, and so was his father. And it seemed like they were about to actually take some swings at each other. Fortunately, the mother broke it off and Saito left. Ever since then, he received mail and stuff from Mr. Saito. Money, usually majority of the time, laptops, again tech. He just sends them out. And Mr. Saito always shows them pictures and sends them stuff. But Jericho didn't really care enough to open them or answer back. Again, he was just another stranger. He was finally told by his mother to go outside and that they were here to pick him up. 
When he asked who, she said, Your father. He was kind of scared and hesitant to go out. But his mother's smile reassured him that he would be fine. When he opened the door, there was Mr. Saito waiting for him. And a driver, or what he presumed to be a driver because he looked like a limo driver, and he was right, it was a limo driver. Turns out, Mr. Saito was driving in the limo. And the driver immediately grabbed Jericho's things and put him in the trunk of the car. Then opened the door for Jericho and Mr. Saito to get in. Jericho was very hesitant and confused. But he just held on to Charlie and felt like his bird's quietness was reassurance enough that he's safe. He got into the limo and there he greets or he was greeted by a tan brunette. I believe. At least, that's what he'd seen. A tan brunette with green brownish eyes, which was a strange combination. He'd never seen that before. It was quite a strange combination. He too had tuxedo. He was also dressed and pampered, just like Mr. Saito. Heck, he even had a, the same exact diamond ring that Mr. Saito has. Except something different. Saito had a pin of a sakura tree. But this other guy had a pin of a rainbow flag. A pride flag, to be in fact. It made Jericho want to smile, but again, he doesn't want to reveal too much information. For some reason, no one else knows this, but Jericho loves rainbows. He used to get really obsessed with rainbow things. There was a store that had pillows, rainbow llamas, rainbows everything, rainbows. He walked right in there and grabbed the f every single rainbow stuff he tried. Unfortunately, his father didn't really let him. Matter of fact, grabbed all the rainbow things that he grabbed and put them away. And told him, that's not for you, that's for girls. And 
Derekul never really drew a fit, but he was quite upset and started to cry. And then he got yelled at by his father even more. And constantly protected by his mother. The strange thing is, a few weeks later, Mr. Saito sent him a artwork that says this quote, love is love. And it had a rainbow background with beautiful rainbow flowers surrounding the black words, the black letters around love and love. It was some sort of mural of sorts. Jericho hangs on his wall. Of course he packed it. It was the only thing he liked. He always loved rainbows. Is there anything wrong with that? Anyways. It took only an hour or two. They did have to stop a couple times. But. They finally got there. They finally left town. They were outside of the town. They were in a new town. A city of sorts. Crow City. The most wealthiest area of them all. He took a look outside the window and saw a big house. A red one too. It had a lot of room and there was people in their windows. You can see them clearly. There was a guy in the front porch. What he believed was a guy. Clearly it was a guy. In a red dress with red high heels, makeup and earrings, and a fluffy red scarf, which kind of made Derrico laugh and smile. He was dressed for at a party or event, and it, he did not give a shit. Who looked at him because he was a queen. Oh smiling <laughs> and giggling in, in the back of the seat and just wailing over the fact that this guy is walking around in a dress. The thing he was taught throughout his whole life was messed up and bad to do. Yet this guy was doing it. When they got out of the car, Mr. Saito stopped, and for a moment, Jericho's hopes were about to drain out his body, but instead of what he expected, Mr. Saito said, Boy, for the love of God, wear a damn sweater! I don't want you walking around without a sweater at the very least. <laughs> it's a party, Dad. 
I can't be wearing a sweater like that. It's too huge. The tan guy came out. Then wear a tan. Then wear that one fluffy sweater that you had. The white one. It will match perfectly with the red. Oh, please, for the love of God, boy. Just put on that one. I couldn't find it. It's right at the front entrance. It's on the damn table. Go get it. It's there. <laughs> Alright. But you're gonna make me fashionably late. You don't even care if you're late. Fine. Jericho was both giggling a little bit at the conversation and just wondering what's going on here. Mr. Saito smiled. That's just your brother. You'll get a better greeting once he comes back with a sweater. <laughs> then out of nowhere, a kid who looks exactly similar to the tan guy, but younger and Jericho believes around 17 or 16 year old coming out of the house shirtless and in red shorts basketball shorts to be exact having a logo of a gym uniform with very expensive shoes And also very sweaty. Oh my god, another one! For God's sake, boy, wear damn warm clothes. It's cold outside. <laughs> you guys are not wearing warm clothes? The kid cussed Mr. Saito out, and then the tan guy stood up. What did you say to your father? Boy, we didn't spend three years trying to finalize your adoption for this disrespect. Put on some more clothes this instant. The kids snarled and then left back inside. Running into the one with the dress. Simon, you smell like shit. Take a shower. Fuck you. Fuck you. Said the one with the red dress talking back. Saito finally introduces Jericho to to 
नहीं कमाए यस द मैन इन ए ड्रेस इज नेम्ड नहीं कमाए स्माइल्ड Jericho was just like No. I don't think I would like that at all. But then on nowhere, Jericho sees the most cutest little beast he has ever met. It was white and it had the most adorable little face. It was a white Poodle, teacup poodle to be in fact, running out, escaping the little cell, flopping over a few stairs. <laughs> It wasn't until Mr. Saito grabbed the dog and lifted up the little beast. and spoke in Japanese which translate to in English Be careful young one You were on the verge of dying there before handing the dog back to Nikame Mika Why do you got to be so rebellious? I didn't raise you to be this way. Jericho wanted to open his hands and hold it. He was so tempted. Nika may can tell. For some reason, Saito family has a weird fascination on reading minds. It's strange. Nika may handed the poor beast to Jericho and Jericho would not stop holding it. It made Nikame smile. You can watch over for a bit. I won't be gone long. Mr. Saito responds, "Be careful at the party though." You know how those people are. They raise their boys like pigs. I'm the only one that raised them like gentlemen. Nico may smiled and made a joke. Simon isn't a gentleman. He's a dick. He always has been and always will be. Simon knocked on the window from the upstairs. and gave them the finger. Nikame happily smiled. Adoto-san, fuck you too, bitch. Right before leaving, 
Mr. Saito finally escorts Jericho inside and helps him with his bird, Charlie. You be careful with the beast and Charlie. God knows how dogs react to birds. As they head inside, the house was grand and amazing. But unfortunately, I won't have time to describe it to you today since I'm over my limit. Thank you for listening to ML Podcast. I thank you all for listening. This is the only way I can tell a story without being judged or persecuted. I appreciate it greatly. Your time and your patience. I am Mel Mel. Have a wonderful night. Or day.